Welcome to Without Boundaries. This is a show about today's society, culture, and more. Let's get into today's episode. Alright, welcome back with another episode of Without Boundaries. It's uh, DB here with my co-host James and uh, with a very special guest today. Go ahead and introduce yourself to the people, man. What's up, everybody? My name is uh, Rico Banks. Um, I have a financial... Um, I have a credit repair company and also a funding company um, I work with. I've helped tons of people uh, get get um reach their financial goals as far as buying homes, getting funded for businesses, raising their credit score, um, securing mortgages, all different type of things. And just uh with our with the company we just really enjoy um watching people complete their financial goals and helping them get homes and just educating them so they can educate the next person on uh how important it is to have good credit. And that's kind of the land that we stay in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, to give everyone listening the background, um, Rico, I met him, when was it, like, probably like two, three years ago? Mm, it's been close to about three or four. Yeah, three, it's four? Close to three or four. Mm-hmm. Three, four? Yeah, so I met uh, I met Rico about three, four years ago. Um, I was in between barbers, my old barber. Um, at the old shop I was going to, going to kind of like, you know, did some wild stuff to my hair. Um, had a mutual friend bring us over to Rico and uh, introduce me. And, you know, to this day, I've seen this man's growth from when it comes to, you know, his financial prowess. Because when I first met Rico, um, he was in a whole different shop that he didn't even own. He was basically working out of someone else's shop, you know, running the chair out and everything. And from there, I've seen him go from working at the suitcase, getting his bread up to ultimately, you know, owning his own shop, running his own business, too. So just to go ahead and, you know, boast boast of his reputation a little bit. He's been through the, the trenches a little bit. You know, he knows the ins and outs of it. And what I want to ask you, Rico, is because, you know, a lot of people, especially like people, me and James, age, young and stuff like that, we don't we don't necessarily understand financial literacy or wealth or even generational wealth, you know. A lot of us out here are kind of with the mindset that if we get money now, to blow money now, too. No one's really with the mindset of saving. So I guess what the question I want to start off with is that how did you start to get so disciplined and when did you start to get so disciplined and what you want to do financially? Well, I mean, um, and the discipline took took a long time. I wasn't always the guy with the good, good credit, making all the best financial choices, really um, – me just wanting understanding the importance um, of what I did now, how it would how would it affect my family. Mm-hmm. That's what really um sorry about that before. That's what really got that was really um what made me kind of get disciplined, just understanding the the power um of just being somewhat financial literate, understanding that um how I was getting taken advantage of by creditors and going to these car lots, um, getting hit over the head for interest fees, um, not being able to get approved for mortgages or, you know, trying to get a credit card and that didn't work. So, you know, just over time, you realize that cash can only get you so far. Um, yeah. So that's that's kind of what led me to just becoming a little more disciplined. You know, I know, um, you know, it's not something that we necessarily taught in school and, to be honest, to this day, my mom still has never, ever sat me down um, to explain credit to me, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of it is just just not knowing and, and you know, maybe our parents not being aware uh, or, you know, maybe kind of, I don't know, apprehensive to have those type of conversations with their kids. But now, you know, I have a daughter that's 19 and a son that's 18 um, and four younger than that. And they already know what credit is. You know what I mean? So just yeah. starting to plant mm-hmm. those seeds early really helps set the tone for, you know, uh, how you're going to end, you know, how we how we end up. Yeah. And then, I mean, because I'm not going to lie, I mean, I, I didn't get the credit talk until maybe probably like, I think around mm, seven, eighth grade. 
Right. Even then, I didn't even really know the full capacity of what it could be used for. And I didn't even think I received my first credit card until I think I was in ninth grade, 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so I, mean, I know good. personally, because I think a lot of people out there in the world have this perception about credit cards, too, is that a lot of people are afraid of them. You know, a lot right. of people love to use them. They like the, what they can do with them, you know, because you got those spending limits. You know, you may have a limit of 500000 you know, 1500 however much it may be. Sometimes even higher than that. And a lot of people get giddy with that money because essentially it's it's money that you're borrowing to pay later. Right. No one ever thinks about that in that moment. So I think honestly, too, with like, not even just people in our generation, but, you know, people who are, you know, even older, because I've come into a lot of people who are older who are still, you know, paying off credit cards that are, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars right. that they necessarily didn't even want to use. Well, I think and, I, I mean honestly, I think a lot of the time they always say you should you should never really borrow money, you know, or extend credit if you really need it. And I, you know, mm-hmm. it's it sounds crazy, but it's true because if you hurting and you don't have the means to pay for something now, getting a credit card, you know, without a plan, you know, um, to pay it back. And also, I think a lot, a lot of um, us, we were, you know, we weren't really groomed or, you know, our parents really didn't lead us to become entrepreneurs. You know, it was about going to school, uh, going to high school, finishing high school, go to college, rack up all this debt in college, and then mm-hmm. graduate college and, you know, spend almost the rest of your life paying student loans back. Um, yeah. But when you think of it from a, a terms of an entrepreneur and how, how have a good credit can actually help you start a business um and you can leverage you know just continue to leverage that your credit to continue to grow businesses that you want to start you know and you know if you know what you're doing you can stay on course and if you happen to mess you know mess that money up there's you have options to help get that debt cleared off your credit report as well you know so yeah it's really just the education you know the more we learn um the better off we are and and financial literacy um is just something that we just really not taught you know, it's just something that's not taught. It's, it's uh, usually a conversation you hear of save 10% of your money, save 10% of this, save, pretend, save 10% of that. But it's never really yeah. telling you what to do with that money or why it's important to save or, mm-hmm. you know, what are your goals in the future with, with your, you know, being financially literate? Because it's more than just paying your bills on time. You know what I mean? Um, I know yeah. everybody doesn't have the the doesn't desire to be entrepreneurs and different things like that, which is fine. However, we know in this day time and in this economy, like we need to have several streams of income coming in just to really survive. So especially with COVID because nothing guaranteed either. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I wanted to since we're on the topic of credit too, um, because I think for our older listeners, it'd probably be good for them if they have kids or, you know, someone they got under the roof that they take care of as a you know dependent. Um, go ahead because you you're the one who taught me about this. Right. Um, I don't think a lot of people know what authorized users onto credit accounts are. So if you right. want to go ahead and explain that to people, because I think the older generation would really benefit from knowing how they can set their kids up for you know honestly and set themselves up too for you know financial greatness when it comes to going ahead and get all that credit stuff out the way and even setting up kids' credit right along the way. Well, basically, what authorized user is is basically um, you you piggybacking off somebody else's credit. You don't mm-hmm. get a you don't get access to their credit to that particular account. Um, you don't get a car. You don't get to call in and make changes. Um, what it what it does is the when you piggybacking, you get the age and you get the credit limit from that person's account. And what that allows you to do is to raise your credit score pretty, pretty, pretty quick, you know, um, mm-hmm. depending on if that credit card is paid down or not. Um, a lot of times, like what, what I've done for my kids is, you know, I've had a credit card that I've been playing around with, playing around with. It took a long time to pay down. Um, but once I finally got it paid down, um, I, I added all of my kids, the ones that are 18 and 19, my two older kids, I added them as authorized users. Now they have credit scores of like seven, seven hundred by strictly just adding them as authorized users, and it's easy to mm-hmm. it's easy to build off that, and just explaining to them the importance of holding on to your credit and what it can do, you mm-hmm. know. So, um, being adding your child as an authorized user to your credit card is a great, great 
and inexpensive way to to help help your child establish credit. Definitely, definitely. I, because I, mm-hmm. go ahead, Jane. I had a question. Like, um, you spoke about how your kids know credit mm-hmm. already. Like, what are some of the first lessons when teaching somebody about credit that you just get into some of the basic knowledges? I'm, I'm basic principles. That's good. I'm glad you asked that question. Um, kind of break it how I broke it down to them because they, you know, they understand. You know, they really get them now. You know, getting into the space of earning their own money and paying some of their own bills. You know, they understand how much, um, how much a you know a dollar is and how it can affect your um, your monthly your monthly income and how much money you put out every month. So I have a, I just I, I use this I've used this example for them and I'll give it to you all as well. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna um, take a car, right? We'll just say it's a twenty. Let's say it's just a twenty twenty one uh, Toyota Camry base model. All right, we'll just say that the car costs twenty three thousand dollars. All right, and so they want to sell you this car for twenty three thousand dollars with a sixty six month term. All right, so. I break we break it down like this. Let's say person A has a credit score of 730. Um, the interest rate they would get on a vehicle would probably be like about 1.99. So that's we'll, we'll just use 1.99. Um, the payment on that would be 360, like around $370 a month. The total interest over the life of that over the life of that loan would be $1,300. Right. So in total. Um, 1.9% interest rate uh, with a payment of 368 over the life of that loan, you would pay $24,302, right? Mm. So let's go over to person B. Person B has a credit score of 599. They're going to get slapped with an interest rate of about 15%, right? We're just going to take that payment up monthly uh, to about $515. So just right there, you can you can see like simple mathematics you're saving by just simply having a credit score that's 130 points more 130 points you save yourself almost two uh, about 150 dollars a month and the total interest you're going to pay on that loan is ten thousand about ten about eleven thousand dollars is what what you will pay on interest loan and the total payments all together for the about thirty four thousand dollars so you can see about ten. That's about a ten thousand dollar difference by simply just having a credit score of a of one hundred and thirty points more. So just simple things like that is how I explain it to them. And just writing it down and talking to them about it, you know. And I can I can send this same example out to anybody if you guys have anybody that wants it. I can you know send you an email just to break it down. But those little simple things we just never really think about. You know, we don't understand how 2% versus 15% interest rate really affects the, affects our income, you know, and by simply $10,000 over 66 months, you know, that's a quite, that's a quite a bit of savings. That's an investment you could have made with that extra $10,000. You could put that in stocks. I mean, you could have took a vacation. You could have done anything extra with that $10,000 versus paying an interest by simply just having a credit score, a hundred, you know, going from a credit score from 600 uh to 730 so just simple simple things like that mm-hmm. and then on on that note like what what are some things you tell somebody like as people around our age are finishing college or starting their businesses mm-hmm. so say a young person like us gets into money like say they start a career that mm-hmm. they're making seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. what are some of the tips you would give them being young 23 24 Making mm-hmm. seventy thousand, I would say for one, live below your means. Um, mm-hmm. We're so influenced by designer cars, designer clothes, going to the club, mm-hmm. all, all these different, all these different things that that we are faced with. Um, I'm not distractions, but I mean, well, no, let's just call it what it is. They're distractions, you know, and yeah. it throws us off from being focused on what's really important. You know, I'm the same person I was when I drove a broke down car versus the person that I am now that I drive a Porsche. You know what I mean? Like those material things don't really make you. And the crazy part is once I got the Porsche and I started driving it, I realized like y'all would really just rather have me like a nine, a 2005 Impala that's paid off. You know what I'm saying so 
Mm-hmm. Kind of fight, you know, kind of moving past some of those. Um, they're like they're like financial black holes because you put money into these things and you never ever get get it back out. So I would say one thing is definitely live below your means, um, and and really figure out, um, you know, try to figure out what it is you want to do, you know, um, and to be more selfish. Don't be, you know, just because you're making good money, don't get to. You know, trying to take this girl out, that girl out, go to this club, go to that club, go hang out here. You know, you, you know, girls, instead of want to get your hair done by the the, the beautician, you now you want to go get, you know, thousand uh, dollar hairdos every other week. Like, you know, you just have to be, you know, just think beyond the moment, you know, think beyond the moment. Yeah. So. And that's kind of definitely like, as I've come to even notice, too, like with a lot of like kids in our generation too, kids our age is that we get so obsessed with like the name brand, the logo and all these designer mm-hmm. brands that we end up going broke over it. And at the end of the day, like, you know, I sat there and I look at it like this, like, you know, you won't have this stuff when it's all said and done. Like when you leave this earth, you know, that Gucci Louis belt that you bought or that Versace shirt or those, you know, uh, Dior book bags or whatever it right. may be like none of that stuff will even carry over to when you're dead and gone and that really won't even carry over or have any value for your family when exactly. it's exactly and it's and, like, and no, don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with having those those things you know I like nice things just like mm-hmm. anybody else but it's about prioritizing what's important you know mm-hmm. what I mean that's yeah. that's the that's the thing and you know it took me a while to learn that and I you know I don't claim to know everything or have it all figured out. I'm human. You know, I still make mistakes, but I try to lessen my mistakes. I try to, you know, I've become a lot more um, comfortable and confident in my own skin, the older I've gotten, and which, you know, allows me to realize what's really important. Where am I really trying to go? Um, a lot of us don't have those yeah. talks of legacy and wealth building with our family, you know, and so we don't, we don't have that mindset. You know, a lot of us are like, yo, I can't wait to get out my mom's house, get out of dad's house. They bugging me. I can't wait to have my freedom. I can't wait to, to do all these things. And then it's like you get out there and you get it and you spend so much time and so much wasted energy and so much money wasted trying to find your independence. You know what I mean? You're trying to find yeah. that. you like, can't nobody tell me what to do. I can do what I want now. And a lot of us have that yeah, same mindset. Yeah, no, I mean, and, and, and I get it. I understand I had the same exact mindset but you know like what i try to do now like you know i just speak from my experiences what i when how i work with my family is you know i just try to break break some of those feelings down um remove some of those feelings away from my kids as much as i can to make them i don't want them to feel like they have to leave at 18 you know i don't want them to feel like they're rushed out the house it's like just because you turn 18 doesn't mean that you're ready to leave the next year you know, yeah. so, and I know yeah. in my generation, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm probably, uh, I'm about probably, you know, 15, almost 15, 20 years older than you guys. Um, you know, when I turn 18, I don't have my pad packed. I'm like, Hey, it's time to go. You know what I mean? Now did I contribute <laughs> to some of that by being a dickhead? Absolutely. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at the same time, um, when you, when you, when you're when you're installing something different in your kids, those outcomes um, try to be those outcomes tend to be a lot different. You know, I let my kids know now that you know this isn't about you. You know, this is about us. This is about our last name. That you know, one day when I'm dead and gone, um, you're gonna have to be the one that takes over the takes over the empire. You know, but I have to be able to train you and get you um, mentally. Really, the mental part is where where the battle is mentally prepared to be able to keep to grow what, what I've started and um so you can hand it down to your kids you know um it's not mm-hmm. it's not easy to have those conversations with them all the time because they don't get it and it gets frustrating but you just have to continue 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 to plant those seeds so mm, definitely definitely that, that's definitely a key right there you teach you teaching something to, to I think both of us I can say right now too because like I said, we fall into that that category of, you know, we want to get out of mm-hmm. the house, we want to get into our careers, we want to get mm-hmm. into our lives, but, you know, we, we really don't know that the grass ain't always green on the other no, side, the, you know. You know, as they say, the grass isn't green on the other side, the grass is greener where you water it, you know, and that goes, mm-hmm. and that goes for 
that you can take that saying for life, man. You can take it as far as, you know, uh, friendships, um, relationships with uh, women, relationships with men, you know, whatever you're, you you like to date. Um, you can, you can take mm-hmm. you can, that, that, that saying goes all across life. Like nothing is always, is always where you want it to be. But if you water that grass, it's going to eventually get green, you know, and it's eventually going to be nice and lush, but you got to continue to work on it and not just jump ship every time something gets tough, you know? So. Mm. Wise words by Rico. Um, and, you know, I want to actually kind of dive into something else you said earlier. You talked about mentality, mm-hmm. too. And ever since I've known you, you've always had, like, and I'm not even going to lie to you, it's, it's one of the things that I honestly admire about you that I kind of look up to you mm-hmm. as, like, a mentor, big brother type, is that you always have, like, a positive, always forward-thinking mindset. And I think that's why the reason why we click so much is that, you know, because where my mind is right now, you know, I feel like I can get to where yours is. But what I look up to you is that I see that someone who's always thinking of a plan, always has something to figure out. It's always, you know, someone trying to right. better themselves. So, you know, because I think, like you said, it's a lot of mental barriers. Well, the, well, the game that... is mental, um, DB. That's that's mm-hmm. that's that's the thing. And again, it goes back that this is something that we not taught. You know what I mean? The that's the that's the missing link to probably a lot of a lot of our issues, you know, whether that's financially, personally, whatever it may be, the battle was always mental. You know, when you can control your mind, um, you can control a lot. You can control the outcomes of your life. And the reason I'm so positive and I always like to speak positivity into other people is because it, it's like therapy for myself. You know what I mean? Like we, we all have our issues. Yeah. I'm not perfect. I go through, go through stuff just like the next person does. But being able to have those positive conversations and pump life um and to other people most of the time i'm talking to myself you know what i'm saying you just happen to be the one listening you know what i mean at that at that point in time yeah you know but um it's just like anything you know if positive positivity spreads just like negativity it's all about what you want to spread you know what i mean and um i know that being negative and towards people or situations it really doesn't get anyone anywhere it just kind of keeps you stuck in a in a place of being stagnant you know what i mean so the battle is always mental, and um, you know I like to listen to to um to books, um, audio books, uh, read books. Just different things to keep my mind positive mm-hmm. because you know we we all fight our own our own demons in our head, you know. And usually it's just like a computer. If you uh, our mind is really the most sophisticated computer, and in order to get a, a computer to perform the way that you want it to, you have to download the correct software. Um, and that's just what yeah. our brains are. Our brains are our computer. If you if we download um, and install positive things into our mind, uh, we install financial literacy. We install um, more knowledge, more understanding, then that's what our life is going to be. But if we all we do is listen to BS music, watch a naked girls on Instagram, just all these different kind of crazy things that can distract us, then that's pretty much what your life is going to be. And that's what you're going to chase, you know. So you definitely have to be careful uh, what you program into your computer. You know what I mean? Because you can't, it's only so much you can shine it. You, you, can, you, can't, you, you can't shine shit, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. You, know, you, you got to remember that. I wanted to, I had a quick I mean, question on that positivity aspect. How has that positivity molded your life and changed your life? Oh, man, it's. Man, it's it's uh <laughs> it's worked wonders in my life, man. You um you know, it is it, it definitely helped me get to the next level. Um and helping me continue to grow because the more the more positive things I think and the more positive things I put out into the atmosphere, it kinda returns itself back to you. You know, um just like you, you know, I always believe that you can't can't you can't have peace in the midst of chaos. You know what I mean? So if you're being, if you're in, in, in chaotic situations, then there's, there's, it's real, I can't, I, you know, you can never say never, but it's extremely hard to produce positive um, outcomes by being in the midst of chaos and drama and confusion, you know? So, uh, yeah. you know, one of the hardest things it is for us to do is to, um, is to cut people out of our lives. You know, we feel like because we've known somebody for so long 
or maybe it's even our parent that may be, be be holding us back or whatever, a girlfriend or a boyfriend that may be holding us back. And a lot of times we're so um, caught in the emotion of the of the situation that we never take the time to use our, our, our brains and our mind to think it's even healthy for me, you know? Oh. So being able to separate yourself from that thing really, really allows you to grow, you know? And that's kind of what the positive and forward thinking does it you, you you begin to see that people well and you know um in life they just start disappearing you know what i mean so it's it's important man i, I can't even explain i can't even put enough emphasis on how that the mental game is 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 uh that's that's the key right there man <laughs> that's the key Man, mm-hmm. dropping the keys to the streets, man. Yeah. So, what what do you have to say? Because you know, like you know, anything, you know, there's the real and then there's the fake too. And you know, you're someone. You know, I wanted to bring you on the show because you're someone that you know I've grew with. You know, someone I knew since you know I I was a young young one. I think 16 probably was when I first met you. Six seventeen. Yeah. I don't know. I was young. But um, you know. I brought you on the show because you're someone I've seen actually talk the talk and walk the walk at the same damn yeah. time, you know. Someone did like, you know, I look I look to it, I'm like, bro, I wanna be like this man one day. Like I wanna, <laughs> nah, I wanna be, better, be better than me, bro. Like, bro. Be better, okay. that's the goal, man. Be better, man. I always tell you that be better than me. Man, try, bro. But like you're someone that I'm just like, bro, like this dude, he ain't just talking just to talk, bro. Like he ain't blowing air for no reason. Like this this dude's legit. Like right. he's he's out here. And, like, you know, we have a lot of people out here that like to talk and talk, mm. but never walk the walk, well, too. So. Mm-hmm. No, I was just ahead. saying, like, you know, I, you know I'm not going to act like I all on my own. But I will tell you, me, I've had a, I've had help, help along the way. I've had some good business partners. I've had bad business partners. You know, um, I have, I've had good help. I have, I've had bad help. You know, um, and I think. You know, I, I read a quote the other day, and it really, it really made sense. You know, when you talk about people walking the walk and talking the talk, is that what people say, the words that come out of their mouth, is who they want to be, right? But their actions shows mm-hmm. who they really are. You know, and um, mm-hmm. when you when you look at that, um, you just have to be you have to be confident in yourself and know that of what's good for you and what's bad for you. You know what I mean? If you see somebody talking to talk, but they're not walking to walk, then that's somebody you should even really be having those type of conversations with. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's nothing wrong with bouncing ideas off people, um, having those type of conversations. There's nothing wrong with that. And we can learn from, from everyone, but you just have to be careful on who you put, who you align yourself with in certain situations. Wow. Hmm. I, yeah. So, um, you talked about too that you know you listen to a lot of audiobooks and you be reading. Go ahead and uh, let us know what you you read nowadays, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people, you know, are hearing the conversation now and they're like, "Bro, man, you know, they might have some type of well, epiphany by now." Well, the um, book, like, the book that really got me that you know that got my mind to clicking, and it, and I read the book a long time ago, but um, I I really didn't understand what it was, the point of it, you know, um, is the book called The Secret. Uh, I think it's by Stacey Bryan. Like that book is what really set my my course just a different path. You know, um, things like Think and Grow Rich, um, as a man, a book called As a Man Thinketh. Just listening to these things over and over again, um, and you start to to realize there's the common thing in all these books is your mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, which what, what are you doing with your mind? Are you talking good to yourself? Are you talking bad? You know, and you kind of get the outcome of that. Um, but the book, The Secret, was one that really started me off um, as a man, think of and um, think and grow rich. Those were some books introduced to me that really helped me understand the power of the mind. You know what I mean? So those are some good books right there. Powerful, powerful, powerful mm-hmm. books. As uh, I wanted to tap in, uh, yeah. like how you were talking about the mind at any point. And you said that you've, you've, it's been a long journey for you. At any point, did you ever feel like giving up? Oh, and how man. did you overcome that? 
man, there's been a lot of times I wanted to give up, man. A lot of times I felt like, you know, what am I here for? You know, but, you know, I just, I was just the type of person that just refused to give up. Man, it had to be years, man. I wasn't, you know, I'm done with business. I'm just going to go to corporate America and, you know, uh, just do the corporate America thing. It's, it's just a year. And I, and I went and did it, man. And, and, you know, I did corporate America. I did, um, I did uh, mentoring kids. Uh, I managed Walmart. Um, I did so many things, and I was just never happy. You know what I mean? I was just never ever happy. Um, again, like I didn't understand credit. I had all these great ideas and things that I wanted to do, but I didn't have the capital to support my um, to support my, my my vision. You know what I mean? And you know. I, at that point in time, information wasn't as accessible as it is now to under to learn even even to begin to learn how to clean my own credit or how to build my credit and different things like that. You know, I didn't have you know. Again, I was one of those kids where yeah, I, I made good money on my jobs, but I was spending it just as much as I was as I was making it. And then when I got to the point where I understood that I needed to save needed to save more, I, I it it just wasn't enough, and I needed my credit to help me get over that threshold you know what i mean mm -hmm. so um yeah that's how important is capital mm -hmm. when capitalizing on your ideas and going for your ideas i mean well you can't capitalize unless you got capital you know <laughs> exactly. what i mean you can't capitalize unless you got <laughs> capital yeah that's 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 just the gist of it you know i mean you know now there's different ways that you know different different avenues that you can go where you don't you know you really don't need as much capital um anymore because you know the internet has shortened the the gap so much you know but you you definitely got to have some money to fund your dreams you know what i mean and again you know a lot of us don't come from place you know from families from wealthy families that you know can give us you know fifty thousand a hundred thousand say here go start a business you know, let alone even show you how to start an LLC and 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 build from there. You know, so a lot of it's just the information. Once you have information, you can adjust yourself accordingly. You know, uh -huh. um, as they say, the saying goes, "If you know better, you'll do better." You know, it's just that the fact that when you when you know, you have to do better. You know what I mean? So, so what I kind of want to even mm -hmm. jump into now is what would you have to say for those young entrepreneurs that are starting to, trying to get out there and start their own businesses, but they don't quite got the formula yet? Because, you know, a lot of people, especially right now during COVID, they have a lot of ideas for different businesses and different things that they think will, you know, pop off and make money. And, you know, everyone has that persona or that thought process that, you know, they, they create a business and boom, they're instantly going to be rich. They're instantly going to have money. What do you have to say to those entrepreneurs Especially like in our age bracket, because you know, you we're, we're the the generation right. that just likes to get money quick. Um, what do you have to say to those young entrepreneurs that you know launch their ideas, but they may not necessarily have what they thought they were going to um, have? First well, I mean, I think you just have to be realistic. Um, I think um, sometimes you know, a lot of what I, a lot of my big mistakes. Well, in the beginning was I was so passionate about it. I was too emotional about my businesses. You know what I mean? Um, and when you're mm -hmm. emotional, you really don't have you're really not in the space to use to use your mind because you're using all your feelings. And you kind of have to pull the emotion out of it yeah. and, and, and really be, be, be honest with yourself about how can you make this business grow and how can it work? Um, I think you have to have realistic expectations set on the type of growth that you want to see. And you have to you have to reach out to people, reach out to mentors, um, just reach out to people, ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, do the research yourself. When somebody gives you a tidbit about something, gives you a little uh, gives you a little gem, you know, put that gem into Google or, or YouTube and look it up and watch it more to see how you can you can you can scale you you know you can scale your business and, and really make it work. Yeah. Um, a lot of times, you know, and I was like yeah. this when I was young, is like when somebody older than us or has a little more experience than us, you know, they try to give us advice. We don't listen. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We take and then we sit on the information and don't really capitalize, you know, on that opportunity um, or even just a bit of information. 
you know, like when you when people are doing, don't be afraid to take advice from people. You know, now, you know, <clears throat> everything that someone tells you may not be true and it may not fit what it is that you're trying to do. But if you just do the if you just have conversations with people yeah. um, that you that you look up to, listen to what they're telling you, you know, because they don't have to tell you anything. Nobody's obligated to tell us or do anything for us. So when people are willing to share information with you, you know, do your part. On, on 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 becoming more um literate of the situation you know what i mean um again you said something about mm-hmm. the about wanting something fast like yeah we live in a microwave society where we have to have everything now if it's if it's not happening now 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 then um we tend to get a little discouraged and you know think that it's not gonna work but being entrepreneur that's it's not for everybody you know it's not for the weak it's not for the weak heart like there's gonna yeah. be ups there's gonna be downs like I don't know if I ever told you this, Dakari, but when I first met you, I was dead broke. You know what I'm saying? Like, I spent all my money that I saved up to move here to Virginia. Um, I still had, you know, my family to take care of. And we was messed up. You know what I mean? But just becoming, you know, more financially Mm -hmm. literate and disciplined about certain things, you know, and receiving help along the way allowed me to grow myself. You know what I mean? So, Again, it's like it's not it's not easy, you know what I mean? It's when I first moved here, I thought about yeah. moving back to where I'm from and everything so many times, but you know, you just have to you have to stay the course, you know. Don't. And that's crazy that you you honestly tell me that too because mm-hmm. like I mean, I didn't even know that, you feel me? I just I just got <laughs> in the chair. I nah, my nice bank account, my bank account day. was messed up. My my but, wrist wasn't. Them Clippers dude, they going to do their thing. <laughs> 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 and you know, it's crazy because like you tell me this now but like obviously like me and you hang out you know outside of right. this you know cuts and everything but it's like you know to see for you to mm-hmm. tell me that and to see what you got going on yeah. now that's crazy growth bro and that in that time span too is crazy growth and to see you know honestly someone like you just said right you, you didn't you didn't have all the means but this mm-hmm. what you made out of a situation like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You just stay the course, yourself, man. Though. You know, get things that fall in your lap that that help you out. You know, um, people are coming to your life to help help mm-hmm. boost you to another level, and it's about what you do with those boosts. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, you know, but it's it wasn't easy, bro. I don't I don't ever want to make it seem like it's easy, but I don't want to make it seem like it's is is difficult either. It's just it's it's. It's it's not hard work. It's it's, it's work. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And anything worth <clears throat> anything yeah. worth having doesn't come easy. You know what I mean. So, and just stay the just stay the course, man, and just true. be serious about you know what it is you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and just just buckle down. You know. And how, exactly. And a lot of people don't even like to yeah, work. Yeah, it's like a lot of lazy people, too. bro. You know, it's a lot of lazy people, man. And a lot of time, like I said, the. The, the thing is, it's not necessarily about working hard. It's about working smart. You know, you don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, wearing yourself out, trying to keep something going. You know, you want to work. You want to learn the lessons as you're going along. And as you learn those lessons, you know, build off of those lessons. And how yep. you said, how you mm-hmm. said you came to Virginia, you were dead, or where where you are now, and you said you were dead broke. Yeah. Um, at, one, at what point? Did you realize your life starting to shift from that? To be honest, once, once I start getting my yeah, once I once point? I start getting my credit Tell together, bro. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Like you, <laughs> you got all these bills to pay and high interest this, high interest that, and you know a lot of it. I just stayed the course with cutting hair. You know what I mean? I uh, I moved around to a I went to a couple different shops when I first moved here to try to find where I fit in at. A barbershop that you know I, I I felt like I can grow, and I just took off from there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My my clientele grew. Um, yes. I worked my ass off, and once I was able to work work and build my clientele up enough, I just raised my prices. You know, and that and that helped out a lot. So, mm-hmm. and and right, I wanted to ask. Go, go ahead, James. Do you feel like not you've made it, but? Um, Have you exceeded your um expectation of yourself no, or not yet? No, not not even not even close, man. Yo, it's funny he asked that because when I saw you early, we were literally yeah. listening to that book at your crib, and we were literally listening to how dude was like, 
even when you where you want to be, you're still not where you want to be because you're yeah, not. No, even I'm nowhere near close, man. I um, you know, I'm. I I, I always, you know, I, I wish I was much much further along, you know, and I, you know what I mean. And I, I had a conversation with a friend, um, a couple weeks ago, and, you know, they took what I said the wrong way. You know, they said, you know, I told him if I said, if I had a person like me in my life when I was, you know, in my twenties. I would probably, I would be a millionaire right now. And they were like, mm. oh, that sounds cocky. You sound so cocky. And I'm like, well, how do I sound cocky? I'm being honest. Like, if I had somebody willing to teach me about credit, not only teach me about credit, but on how to build credit. If I had someone showing me the steps to open up an LLC, to start an LLC, and understanding how to get my LLC funded. You know, if I had some people, somebody in my life teaching me these core things to build upon, I would definitely be a millionaire by now. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a, it's not a question because at that time I had, I didn't have kids. You know what I mean? I didn't have certain things, you know, certain things that I have mm-hmm. now in my life. And I had just had the time, you know, I always, I never mind working on all, never mind putting the grind in or anything like that. But like I said, you know, having cash is cool, but you know, <clears throat> an 800 credit score has way more buying power than a hundred thousand dollars. You know what I mean? And just to, just to understand now, after you know me being forty now, understanding even how to make that happen. Like if I if I would have had an idea of how to make that happen at twenty, like I would have it mastered by now. You know, so it's um like I said, when you when you have people that's willing to show you and teach you something, you know, um, pay attention. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Pay attention and and follow the steps. You don't have to follow them, as Jay Z says, "Don't follow me, young, and follow my moves." You know what I mean? You don't have to crawl up somebody's back and you know be their little mm. pet or nothing like that but when people share information with you just take advantage of it you know what i mean i agree and it's crazy you say that because like from that conversation you have with that person i look at it as like mm-hmm. because like i said i've known you for a little bit now like i look at when you came into my life you know i was already having you know all these ideas that you obviously mm-hmm. know about now when it comes to mm-hmm. business related things and trying to start my own stuff and it's like you know, it's crazy that that person took it that way. And, you know, you sat there mm-hmm. and, like, me and you talk, like, frequently, like, often about, you know, projects we got going on, things mm-hmm. we got, you know, aspirations and all that stuff. And it's crazy because I sat there and I, I even think about it. I'm like, bro, I'm really glad that I met dude. And, like, I feel like, honestly, like, if I didn't meet, bro, I don't think that I would have the knowledge nor right. the drive to do what I'm doing today. Like, even this podcast in itself, like, granted, I'm not making any bread off it. Like, me and James don't profit yeah. off this, but, like, it's a business in itself. It leads way to making connections. And, and you know, honestly, don't know where it's going to go down yeah. the line, but, like, this, well, this I, is right well, here. I, again, it, it goes back to what we talked about before. Sweat, the mental know? space that that person is in is way different than the mental space that you're in. You know what I mean? And that's why that's why I always say mm-hmm. the game is mental. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's mental. So, you know, whatever you, you think is pretty much what the reality of the situation is going to be. You know, they could have t- they could have took what I said and like, you know what, yeah. you're absolutely right. Like, yo, I do need to start taking more advantage information that you're sharing with me and, and not only listening, but applying it more because you you're right. You know, don't worry about the delivery. You know what I mean? Because if you if you'd have listened when I was whispering, then we probably wouldn't even be in this situation. So now that I'm leaning on you a little bit, barking on you a little bit, now you're mad. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all about, you know, where you are, you know, like I said, it's the mental game, you know what I mean? So, so because I know the situation from, you know, where you came from with Mm -hmm. your past shop to where you are now, what do you, because I mean, obviously I, I was there, you know, we've had talks about it. What do you say to those people that see your success, see you growing see you out there doing your thing, doing your grind, and those people that are envious and, you know, hateful and kind of, like, jealous of all the success and kind of, you know, energy you're getting into your craft and your business and even your success in general. What what other people think about me negative or positive, bro, really isn't my business. I really, that has nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Because one thing about it, whether you're doing good or whether you're doing bad, Mm -hmm. people always going to have something. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, um... You know, it's just about just staying your own sure. course. You know, your the vision that you have for your life and for yourself, uh, you know, isn't what everybody else's vision is. You know, you know what I mean. And you have to be comfortable with that. 
you know, you have to be, you have to just be comfortable in your own skin. Mm-hmm. Know that, you know, the reason that you're doing what you're doing, um, make sure that why is very, very clear on why you're doing what you're doing. And once you kind of get that, that why down and that why becomes, you know, like you get the why, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why you're doing what you're doing, everything that anybody has to say or do that doesn't align with pushing forward, you, you know, you really kind of just miss it. You know what I mean? A lot of us, you know, I look at it like I don't go out to clubs and I don't do stuff like that because of the energy that's there. That energy doesn't necessarily match, you know, the energy that I'm trying to attract. You know what I mean? So when you know the frequency that yeah. you're on and, you you know, you, you're on a certain wavelength, you will start to notice that certain things, just you know, hating all that stuff, it'll come. But you'll kind of miss it because you're not even there to 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 even catch it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not huge on social media and these these different things like that. You know, um, so I don't really. I just kind of duck all the hate. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, the biggest hate is gonna come from people you you thought was your friend anyway. So you know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. And Very then true. in Very the true. aspect of success, what is your determination of success for yourself? Oh man, um, I do think I'm. You know somewhat successful now um but success to me um is being able to create is to be able to create situations to make sure that my family never has to ask anybody for a job you know Mm. what i mean that's that's like the true meaning of success where i you know yeah, one of my, you know, if a family, it could be a cousin, like, yo, they ain't treating me right at my job, woo, 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 and I'm like, well, shit, you can come work for me, you can come work for the family mm-hmm. business, you know what I mean, and being able to give just simply my family and others those type of opportunities, man, that's, that's like the, that's like the, the huge thing of success for me, man, being able to provide opportunities for people to feed their family, man, like, that's, that's huge, man. That's 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 really big. And me and my my business partner I have with my barbershop, we say that's the most gratifying thing about having that barbershop. You know, it's it's nice to get oh the barbershop is so nice and this this that and the third, you know. But being able to um, watch the other barbers grow and um, provide an opportunity for uh, provide an opportunity and space. Uh, for them to be able to provide for themselves in, a, in you know, in a good way, you know, they they make good money, and yeah. that's gratifying. The same thing like with our um our credit repair business and whatnot. Like, yeah, it's good to make the money, but you know, working with somebody uh, for an amount of certain amount of time, and they're like, okay, today's the day I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go gonna go get pre qualified for my loan, and you know, they get pre qualified, and you know couple months down the road, they're closing on their house and now they're able to provide a home uh, for their family, man. Like, those are the things that, that really get me going, man. It's not about <laughs> me, bro. <laughs> it's really not, you know, so. Yeah. Wow. So, we talked about investments earlier. What would a 21, 22, 23-year-old Rico now? Uh, invest if he had the knowledge that he had? Man, what, I would invest, in, I would invest in you, yeah. man. <laughs> You know what I mean? Um, you know, right off being 21, 22, 23, a lot of times mm-hmm. we don't even have the knowledge to, to get ourselves to that level, man. So um, I would invest in me. I would, I would, you know, find some online courses, um, not being afraid to spend that money and, and get mentored, you know, take, learn. Um, but if you have knowledge in something, invest in that. Just invest in yourself, man. Bet on you first. That's the biggest thing. That's something I did not do when I was younger. Like, I was always trying to, like, oh, this dude can rap. Okay, well, man, let's do this music thing or do, 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 do. Then I take my money and invest in that and it flop. Or this person want to do that. Okay, let's do that. You know, work with this person. Let's work with that. Do this. Let's do that. Let's. And really, I should have been, been putting that money back into myself, you know, educating myself. Um, not waste, not, I don't yeah. say it's not, I'm not going to say it's wasting time, but. Bet on yourself first, man. Invest in yourself. Um, if you're, if you, you know, whatever it is, invest in yourself. Learn how to do something that is going to allow you to have financial freedom, and invest in it, man. That's what that's that's what I would say. I'm not going to say, or oh, you should invest in real estate, or you should invest in stocks, or you should invest in this. You should invest in what 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 makes mm. you happy. 
you know, what, what you see yourself doing, something that's going to allow you to live in your passion. You know, like I said, <clears throat> I started cutting hair um, about six years ago. And I told myself, I said, man, I should have been done this. You know, I should have been start cutting hair. You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, sometimes we find our gifts later on in life. Yeah. But I think, again, when you when you begin to understand the mental part of it, when you be when you understand manifestation, um, you understand um, connecting to the higher power, when you understand meditation, when you understand these things and you practice these things, I think the journey um, becomes a lot different. The journey becomes a lot more clear. Um, the distractions start uh, begin to disappear. Certain things that uh, once you once liked or enjoyed doing, you just really find that it's, it's really no is is really no fun there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just a distraction. You're just wasting time to get to that end goal. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Thank you. Might have another. Yeah, uh, I've been told that before. I just like empowering people, man. You know, I, you know, um, (laughs) I guess the, and, you know, this is not me trying to sound like, oh, I've been through so much, you know, because everybody has their own story. But I say the reason I am the way I am is because it's not what I had. I wish I had that in my life, you know, um, somebody to motivate me, Um, even though, you know, the motivation Mm -hmm. has to come with within but just being able to have somebody positive to speak to about being an entrepreneur and feeling like you know this person can really be a be a resource to me you know instead of talking to people to you know they just want to a lot of times when um and I felt like this when I was younger a lot of times when we're speaking to people that are doing better than us it always just seems like they're just pretty much bragging and boasting about what they've done and but they never really tell you how they did it (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, I've done this. I've I've been yeah. here. I've been there. I just closed the deal, and it's like, okay, yeah, I, I I get that. But how did you get there? You know what I mean? And you know, some some people, I don't know if they don't know how how to tell, um, or what it was. But I just don't. I just wanted to. I just wanted to to to. I just want to be somebody that people feel comfortable coming to, you know, discussing their ideas or if they need help with something and I have the resources to help them, I don't mind helping them out at all. So, you know, and, you know, bigger than, you know, bigger picture than that, um, not to hop on my, on my, um, um, my Black Panther stuff or nothing like that. But, you know, I feel like um, as, as, a, as a race, as a people, that we're so far behind. You know what I mean? And the reason that we're so far behind mm-hmm. is because we help each other. You know what I mean? And <laughs> we just don't help each other. You know, we 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 rather be we rather exploit each other or we rather take from each other instead of building with each other. You know what I mean? And at some point, you know, somebody, you know, again, I, that's just not what I want in my uh around me. You know, I want to build with people. So mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So when it's all said and done, then what do you want your legacy to be? Then what do you want people? And I mean, you know, obviously not even people. What do you want to be remembered for when it's all said and done with, you know, the way you're going about things, the way you're sitting there promoting other people, the way you're sitting there investing in yourself, the way you're sitting there learning all this financial literacy. What do you want? I guess I'm trying to say is what do you want? I mean, really, I do this, man, just so my kids don't have to, have to go through it, man, so they can have a head start, you know. Um, the legacy pieces just continue and whatever, whatever we build, man, just continue to, 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 to let that pay um, and take care of, of generations to come. You know, that's the goal with the legacy, whether it's doing real estate, credit repair, trucking, um, anything it is that I do, you know, I want. I, I feel like like you do have to work in life, but life shouldn't always be about work. You know what I mean? Like you, there's a, you know, you should be able to enjoy life. There's so many beautiful places on this earth to see so many dope things to do. And, you know, I think that's the type of life that we should live. You know, you should spend life doing fun, exciting things, not, you know, breaking your back and breaking your neck, trying to figure out how to pay bills. You know what I mean? So. 
Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, I think we're uh, coming to the to the end of the the episode. Um, guys, um, if you want to go ahead and uh, follow Rico's page, go ahead and get your hair cut. Just go ahead and even just you know slide by the shop to even you know you know pick his brain. You know, um, Rico, you want to go ahead and drop your um your email out there for people who want to you yeah, know, if you guys more you financial advice. Some, and, uh, some you know, guidance or some right. tidbits or resources and financial literacy. Um, you can catch uh, me on Instagram at um, a new a new you solutions, and that's a n e w s o l u t i o n s. A new you solutions. Um, my email is info at a new solutions dot com, and yeah, just just holler at me, man, and you need help with anything. Uh, of course, nothing is free. You know, we don't do free, but, you know, I try to keep, you know, try to keep my prices, um, you know, reasonable. You know, I understand people, you know, it, it's tough out here for everyone, you know, but um, as I as I always go by, if, if it's something you really want, you'll find, you'll find that money. So, um, you know, yeah, definitely hit me up. Credit repair needs, um, need some advice. Now, I'm not a financial planner. There's a difference. <laughs> I'm not a financial planner. You know, financial literacy is being able yeah. to, to to understand more of what you're doing with your money, you know, um, not necessarily help you plan on how to spend it, <laughs> you know what I mean, um, mm-hmm. or how to save it. You know, that's something that a financial planner does. I just, uh, my role of <clears throat> what we do, we just, you know, help people um, build a solid foundation um, to grow. Yep. Um, so yeah, yeah, I appreciate that's, you guys that's, having that's me on. Thank you, yeah. Rico. So Glad to have you come on. Yeah, man, mm-hmm. it's so, crazy. Man, you drop, you drop keys. Yeah, man, it's, it's, it's crazy. The streets is wide open. It's right crazy now. that you even, you know, we this, see decided to have this. Um, because one of the things me and um, um, my lady we've been talking about is actually um teaching more financial literacy classes to young to young young adults and even you know kids in high school you know this is a really good platform to you know to give give me some practice and let me know that what i've been thinking is is probably right where we're thinking we're we're thinking right (laughs) you know what i mean we're definitely thinking right yeah definitely man definitely oh yeah anytime gotta have you on for some more future episodes gotta keep everyone updated you know, get them on some life lessons, yeah. keep them updated with the success goals, you Big know, facts, just, yep. you know, I'm all, I'm all for it, man. Vibes. But, um, this is DB with another episode of Without Boundaries. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Without Boundaries Pod, um, Twitter at podcast underscore without, um, what else? Uh, you know, go peep us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Breaker, all any major podcast or streaming or music platform, just go ahead and stream us. Uh, we drop in episodes pretty consistently now, so um, just go ahead and uh, keep up with us. Uh, leave us also a review and a comment too. Um, also, we're always open for collabs. So if anyone wants to sit there and come on collab, um, DMs is always open. Um, if there are any promos, because I've been getting a lot of promo, um, you know, offers too. Um, for those listening, if you guys want to collab or want any type of brand endorsements with us, please email us at, um, and I will drop it in the description of the podcast, but without boundaries at gmail.com. Um, we do not talk through the Instagram. We do not do business through the Instagram page. Please email us that way. I've had a couple, um, of you guys, you know, hit me up via DM or hit me up, uh, through the comments asking me uh to sit there and collab on some brands i have no problem doing that but you know just you know for the sake of professionalism just email us and i'll drop the email within the description too but um nah, yeah, man. Shout, shout out to you guys Rico, for, uh, did you want to shout out anything else you know, doing doing this man it's it's huge man it's huge you guys i remember you you know talking to me about um starting it i saw you started i saw you doing you've been doing it for what about a year now yeah Talking about the pod, but this is like quarantine. My new crib, so when I moved, so it's like probably like June. June okay, July. okay. Well, yeah, you. I mean, six months, man. You, you, you definitely putting in, putting in the work, man. So I'm proud of you guys, man. Keep it up. Yeah, 
Thank you, thank you. Definitely, definitely. So, yeah, this has been DB uh, with the special guest Rico, my co-host. And this has been another episode of Without Boundaries. And we are out. Peace.